Hello, and welcome to the Deep Bible Studies podcast, where we discover, explore, examine, and practice the Word of God. Today, we will be going through John 8, 48 through 59, part 2. Before Abraham was, I am. The Jews answered him, Are we not right in saying that you are a Samaritan and have a demon? Jesus answered, I do not have a demon, but I honor my father, and you dishonor me. Yet I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks it, and he is the judge. Truly, truly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. How interesting is this? What a man in history other than Jesus of Nazareth has claimed this, that everyone who keeps his word will not see death. Either he is A, delusional, or B, he speaks the truth, and we are the ones who are in great need. So what does this mean to keep my word and how do you do it? Is he saying that by works we are saved? Absolutely not. Rather, Jesus means that those who, as evidence of gifted salvation, obey and submit to the will of the Father, it is they who have salvation and they will eternally be in personal relationship with the author of life himself. These are the same people whom Jesus speaks about in John 14, 21-24, the same chapter in which he boldly states that he is truth. Whoever has my commandments and keeps them, he it is who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I love him and manifest myself to him. Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us? and not to the world. Jesus answered him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. Whoever does not love me does not keep my word. And the word that you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. It is those who love him who keep his commandments. It is precisely his love displayed on the cross so vividly that leads us into repentance and faith, which the Holy Spirit turns us from hating God and loving sin to loving God and hating sin. It is a change of the heart and of the mind. Physical death cannot extinguish such life. That is a quote from John MacArthur. And Ray Comfort used this illustration. Was Jesus God in human form? If you are given a small slice of cheese from a large block, the taste being constant throughout the whole block, and you spit out the cheese saying you hate the taste and you reject the whole block. Jesus was God manifest in human form. If the Jews rejected him, as with all who reject him, they rejected the Father also, for he who is God hears God's words. John later stated in his epistle, Whoever denies the Son does not have the Father either. He who acknowledges the Son has the Father also, and that's in 1 John 2:23. The Jews said to him, Now we know that you have a demon. Abraham died, as did the prophets, yet you say, If anyone keeps my word, he will never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham who died and the prophets died? Who do you make yourself to be? Jesus answered them, If I glorify myself, my glory is nothing. It is my Father who glorifies me, of whom you say he is our God. But you have not known him. I know him. If I were to say that I do not know him, I would be a liar like you. But I do know him, and I keep his word. 
Your father Abraham rejoiced that he would see my day. He saw it and was glad. So what did he see in regards to Abraham? Well, John MacArthur commented, Abraham saw Christ's day. Abraham particularly saw in the continuing seed of Isaac the beginning of God's fulfilling the covenant that he would culminate in Christ. This is based off of Hebrews 11.13, which says, These all died in faith, many in the history of Israel whom the Lord used and had faith in the covenant promises which are fulfilled in Christ. That's a little context to they. Not having received the things promised, but having seen them and greeted them from afar, and having acknowledged that they were strangers and exiles on this land. Part of this passage was talking about Abraham. And so this passage also answers the question as to why Abraham was glad about that, as well as in Genesis 15, 1-6, which says, After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision. Fear not, Abram, I am your shield. Your reward shall be great. But Abram said, O Lord God, what will you give me for I continue childless? And the heir of my house is Eleazar of Damascus. And Abram said, Behold, you have given me no offspring, and a member of my household will be my heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him. This man shall not be your heir. Your very own son shall be your heir. And he brought him outside and said, Look toward heaven and number the stars, if you are able to number them. Then he said to him, So shall your offspring be. And he believed the Lord, and he counted it to him as righteousness. What is interesting of this passage is that God promises an offspring, singular, the same offspring in Genesis 3.15, which we have talked about a lot in the curse after the fall of mankind, which says, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. This is a person that is being anticipated. That is the promise, which is why Abraham saw Christ's day and rejoiced because Jesus is that offspring. He is the fulfillment of the covenant, the only righteous one. God the Son is qualified and willing to crush death and sin by allowing it to bruise his own heel, meaning dying. It is through the weakness of the righteous, bloody Redeemer and his resurrection that death and sin are crushed. The snake is crushed. Jesus, therefore, is the great I Am. He is the offspring and he was prophesied and anticipated from the very beginning as the one who would count many as righteous through his sacrifice and victory. He is the only one who can, therefore those who reject him as the great I am, as Lord and Savior, and instead embrace their sin will be condemned forever. That is why it is so important for us as Christians to preach Christ crucified, because it is the very power and wisdom of God, and God uses us to extend his grace. Jesus saves, so come to the end of yourself and repent, putting your faith into Jesus. And if you're a Christian already, go and share this, because if you believe this truly, then you would share it with people. If you cower back and don't share your faith with people, you don't share the gospel with people, you either don't believe it or you don't care if they go to hell. It is only by grace, through faith in Christ alone, we are gifted the promises of God and become children of Abraham. 
So the Jews said to him, You are not yet fifty years old, and have you seen Abraham? Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, Before Abraham was, I am. So they picked up stones to throw at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out to the temple. You can find more information on our website, www.deepbiblestudies.com, where you will also find the calendar to go along with the book that we will be studying. You can also find us on Instagram, at Deep Bible Studies, and Facebook, where you can know every single time we post a new podcast. Also, we have an email, contact at deepbiblestudies.com, where you can ask us any questions and we will be sure to get back to you. I hope you have a wonderful day and see you next time.